Hello, everybody. It is Carrie, and it is another weekend here in October, which means more Mechtober. That's right. So, what are we going to be looking at today? Well, actually, because the design that I'm that was suggested to me um, doesn't have a lot about it and a lot of variants or anything like that. Um, we are actually going to have a triple header today. Um, we are going to be looking at the tarantula, tarantula, tarantula. Anyway, the tarantula, the stalking spider, and the stalking spider two. Um, the other two are derivatives of the the tarantula, but we will get into that in a moment. So as far as the tarantula itself, starting there and working our way out, um, the tarantula is a Oh, shoot. I just lost it. There we go. It's a 25-ton mech, um, and it's actually it's built for recon. So the Tarantula came out. It's in technical readout 3055. Um, so it came out after the clan invasion, and essentially the, uh, uh, the company uh, Corian, they decided that because there had been some success with the refit of the Goliath, the GOL-3M Goliath, um, that they would go ahead and see about designing a light quad that sort of made up for the shortcomings of the Scorpion, which is an older uh, quad mech that we'll probably cover this month. Um, but yeah, so they decided to go ahead and try to make up for the shortcomings of the Scorpion as far as like reputation and stuff like that because of the success of the Goliath that had recently the refit. And in doing so, they're like, well, let's go ahead and look at doing a um, a reconnaissance chassis. So they went ahead and built a 25-ton quad mech called the Tarantula. Now... Spiders and recon seem to go together for some reason in Battletech because the Tarantula is a dedicated reconnaissance platform. Um, well, allegedly. And it is a pretty awesome little mech for being a quad. Quad mechs, they have problems. Um, I think I've talked about this before. But as far as a quad, this one is pretty awesome. And it actually gives the spider a run for its money in that reconnaissance role. So one of the big things about quad mechs in the Battletech universe, and as far as um, the tarantula was concerned, was trying to get people past that whole idea of the, the quad mech is a bad thing. And in order to do that, the way that they did that was actually by having the uh, tarantula be entirely volunteer as far as people who wanted to pilot it. Um, because a lot of people, you know, the people did not want to get into this mech. So they went ahead and they did two things. One of them, they, it was a uh, volunteer program to get people to take a look at the mech. And also they used um, battlefield footage and mech warrior testimonials to help to kind of erase the stigma of the scorpion from the, the idea of the quad mech. Now, this is covered a bit in 50, uh, 3055, but it's also talked about in 3055 revised. Um, I think it's revised, what that one is. 
And they actually talk about the fact that the tarantula did not sort did not get into major use until the 3060s um, because you had other quad mechs coming out at the same time or during that period, like the Scirocco and the Barcast. And finally, it did ex- did get some acceptance and became a pretty common sight in the Draconis Combine Mustard Soldiery um, in units like the Legion of Vega and the Prosperina Hussars. So let's go ahead and take take a look at the technicals of the tarantula and sort of see where, you know, see where this thing is as far as what its capabilities are. So, like I said before, it's a 25-ton mech. It has a standard internal structure. It uses a extra-light 200-rated engine, which takes up about, oh, what is that, 20% of its mass? Now, this extra light engine, though, gives it a walking speed of 8 and a running of 12, the same as the Spider. And a jumping, it has jump jets to allow it to jump up to 8 hexes, which would be about uh, 240 meters. It has 10 double heat sinks and has 4.5 tons of armor, uh, which is pretty respectable for a mech of its size of 25 tons. In fact, I believe that is... That is a ton more armor than the spider. Um, as far as weapons, it doesn't have a heavy weapons payload. It is, has a streak SRM2 with a ton of ammunition. Uh, both of those are mounted in the center torso, and I know a lot of people automatically see that and go, well, it's a death trap because the ammunition is in the center torso. To be fair, with as thin as the armor is on this, if you're hit with anything heavier than a medium laser, it, it's a death trap. Um, I mean, the head has six armor, so a large laser will almost take it out. Um, a clan large laser definitely will. Clan ER large laser or uh, inner sphere pulse, I think, might do the trick, too. I have to look at the damage numbers on that. Um, but it has a streak SRM, too, uh, with a ton of ammunition, and it has two medium lasers, one in the right torso, one in the left torso. Everything is forward-facing. Now, the Tarantula does have a couple of variants, and we're going to go ahead and take a look at those here real quick. Oh, and of course, before I forget, the battle value on the Tarantula is 666, which is absolutely perfect given the time of year that we're in. Um, So you have a few variants. You have the ZPH-2A. It's an upgrade that uh, replaces the medium lasers with ER medium lasers. Otherwise, it's the exact same machine, gives it a battle value of 744. You have the ZPH-3A. That removes the medium lasers, pulls the Streak SRM-2 launcher out, and a jump jet. um, Adds two tons of armor and has two medium pulse lasers. That variant has a battle value of 702. Then you have the ZPH-4A. So this one yanks all the weapons, um, yanks out the jump jets, and this is definitely a factory 
this isn't a this isn't a, a field refit because it does uh, give it an endo steel chassis, get, getting a little bit more weight available as well. Um, now, in place of these, it carries an ERPPC and a C3 slave. Now, ironically, having the C3 slave makes it far better as far as a uh, reconnaissance unit, but yanking out the eight jump jets does um, sort of mess with the whole reconnaissance role. To kind of make up for it, they did add a Myamur acceleration uh, uh, system mask, and that pushes the mech speed up to about 172 kilometers an hour, almost 173 actually. Um, but that can only be used intermittently because if you use mass com- continuously, it'll eventually lock up and then uh, this poor thing is just going to get shot to pieces. So the battle value of the 4A is 967. Then you have the 5A. Now, this is a derivative of the 4A when you look at it. Um, it swaps out the ERPPC with a ER large laser, and the C3 slave is basically upgraded to a C3 boosted slave unit. Um, it still has the mask system of the 4A, and yeah, it's, I mean, it's decent. Um, it has a battle value of 806. So, I mean, there's not a lot to look at here on the variants of the uh, of the tarantula. For the most part, the 2 and 3A are the exact same setup. Um, and the uh, 4 and 5A sort of push it into a like a light sniper role. Um, which I don't think it fits well, but it could be used for like filling in gaps on a battlefield. If you have, you know, something going wrong in one spot, you can send a sucker over there with an ERPPC and, you know, but then the C3 slave is kind of pointless. But anyway, um, so uh, we're going to go ahead and do a breakdown of this mech in Alpha Strike, and then we'll move on to the Stalking Spider. All right, so starting with the... First version, the Tarantula ZPH-1. Um, what we are looking at here is tight battle mech, size 1, TMM of 3. Movement 16 jump. It is a scout. Has short and medium damage values of 2, long of 0, no overheat, armor 2, structure 1, and has no specials. This is super bog standard. It does come in at 22 points. And pretty much it does the same thing as a spider. I think it has a little bit more kick than the spider as far as damage capabilities. Um, in Alpha Strike, quads do have a different arc. Um, I want to say it's at the front of the base, not the back. I'd have to get my rule book out and look. But, yeah, so that's something that is a little bit of a limiting factor on it because you're e- it's easier to flank it. But... You know, it's pretty decent for the most part. Uh, the, the ZPH-2A Tarantula is literally the exact same machine. 
it is like dead ringer as far as alpha strike. The ER medium lasers do not make a difference in this. Um, I apologize for that for that thing. Um, everything's the same. Good all-around light mech. Really, really good at, at not getting shot because when you jump, you have a TMM of four. Even if you're not jumping, it's a TMM of three, and those are awesome. You know, as far as not getting shot, which in a game where you know skill skill four pilot with a three TMM, you're already at seven for shooting it at short. Medium's a 9. If it's in cover, you're at a 10. Yeah, this thing should not get hit by anyone. Um, after that, you have the 3A. So the 3A things start to change. Um, it's type battle mech, size 1, TMF 3. Movement is 16 slash 14J. Um, it is a striker. It's 220 once again with no overheat. Armor is three, structure is one. It does have the special of energy. The only downside I see about having that special is um, you have one structure point. It's never going to come into play. So that's sort of wasted points. Um, I'm assuming that's why it costs four points. Well, no, because of the one more armor. So the one armor and the energy essentially make it 26 points. So you're paying four points, um, two points for the armor, I believe, and two points for the energy special. So, yeah, some wasted points right there. Then we have the 4A. The 4A battle mech size 1, TMM 4, movement of 20. So this sucker hauls ass in Alpha Strike. It has short, medium, and long of one. It is a striker. Uh, no overheat. Armor three, structure one. Specials are case, energy, and mech headquarter one. All for the great value of 26 points. So, yeah, it's, I mean, it's interesting. Um, I could see this being some sort of battle taxi, like a really hard to hit one. Cause it, if it's jumping, it pushes its, uh, TMM up to the same as something like a, um, I forget the name of it now, like a dasher. So it would make a decent battle taxi. It's a little, well, the, the one A and the one and two A would also make good battle taxis. And then we have finally the ZPH-5A Tarantula, uh, which is battle mech size 1, TMM4, movement of 20 once again, scout, short, medium, long of 1, armor 3, structure 1, has a C3 boosted slave system, energy, and mech headquarter 2, and it is 27 points instead of 26. Now, one thing to keep in mind with the... Uh, 4A and the 5A, you are paying for them to be connected to a, uh, that's what I'm looking for here. You're paying for them being connected to a C3 network, even if they're not. Um, I know in Classic, you automatically, you know, you don't automatically add the modifier for the C3 to the battle value. 
in Alpha Strike, it assumes that you are using them in a C3 network, which means if you take a single mech with C3 and don't take anything else that has C3, you are wasting points. Um, I mean, unless otherwise the mech is fabulous at what it does, without a C3 network, you're you're wasting points on that mech. Um, and it's quite frankly, it's a shame. If you can do a C3 network and Alpha Strike, definitely do it. But yeah, um, it's it's one of those weird caveats in the game. And I guess they just didn't want people to have to do the math to figure out what the C3 price was. Although I kind of wish they had like a base cost and then you had like in parentheses how many points it is with C3. You know, that would make sense. Or how many points you add for C3. All right, so let's go ahead and take a look at the Stalking Spider, which gets, this this, this whole episode is going to get a little bit more interesting as we go. Um, so anyway, let's look at the Stalking Spider. All right, so on to the second of our three designs for the day, the Stalking Spider. Now, the Stalking Spider is the brainchild of Clan Clan Cloud Cobra. Say that five times fast. Um, apparently, they got a hold of a tarantula, or at least the remains of one. And this interesting little mech made them go, you know what? We can do this, and it's pretty freaking awesome. So let's build our own own quad mech. And um, they decided to stick with the spider theme with the naming and went with the stalking spider. Now, interestingly enough, uh, the stigma against quads is just as powerful in the clans as it is with the inner sphere. So, of course, not everybody wants, not everyone, excuse me, not everyone wants to pilot one of these. Um, but what they essentially did was build a nice little all-around fighter that kind of reminds me of a Shadowhawk. Um, because of the weapons payload, but it's like if you took a Shadowhawk and made it into a quad mech, um, I don't know how else to describe this. I want to say it's a Shadowhawk. I might be thinking of the Griffin. Um, anyway, so as far as what they designed, it's an interesting little mech. It's a 50-tonner, um, and... It is a standard structure because, once again, that the, the internals on a quad are a little more limited than on a, a walking or a, a two-legged mech. Um, so internal structure standard. It is powered by a standard 250-rated fusion engine. Um, because of its larger stature, it has it, it, it's not as effective speed-wise. It has a walk of five run of eight, and a jump of five, or 150 meters. has 11 double heat sinks, so it stays pretty cool, and it has eight tons of armor, um, so it can take a decent hit. Now, the Stalking Spider, the, the primary, well, it's not, they don't use primary, the standard version of it, the, the baseline Stalking Spider for the clans, um, mounts two medium pulse lasers in its left torso, Two SRM-4s in its left torso with one ton of ammunition between them. 
an ERPPC in its right torso, giving it an amazing long-range punch. And I think you can see where I'm seeing parallels to, I can't remember which, if it's the Shadowhawk or the Griffin now. I think it's the Shadowhawk. Um, and it also has mask to allow it to have small bursts of, of speed that are higher than, you know, uh, what is that? Five? So it can have bursts of up to ten. Um, and it has five jump jets, one in each leg and one in the center torso. Now, this is interesting because it makes it, it can have an effect of looking like it's walking on air. So with the amount of armor coverage it has and pretty decent speed, um, I mean, it's, it's a good medium mech. It's, you know, it, it, clan mechs, obviously it's going to hit like a freight train, uh, for its size. And it's just not something you want to mess with really. Now, obviously there, I want to say there's three variants of the stalking spider. Um, and then there is a offshoot of the stalking spider that we'll get into. So the first, first variant of the stalking spider is the stalking spider two. Um, this is, I guess it's a short range brawler. Um, so basically they ripped out the, the ERPPC and the uh, SRMs and it swaps those out for a heavy, large laser and targeting computer um, to offset the problems with the heavy, large laser. Of course, this does give a slight boost to the uh, shoot <laughs> to the pulse lasers that it does have on board. Um, it does also have an active probe for finding hidden units and tag um, plus one additional double heat sink to try to control the heat from that. Um, the uh, battle value of the Stalking Spider 2 is 2056. And I did forget to mention the battle value of the Stalking Spider, the base model, is 2236. Um, finally, we have the Stalking Spider 3. So this is a variant that came about during the Word of Lake Jihad in 3072. Um, it has eight improved jump jets, making this thing able to jump as far as the uh, as the tarantula. Um, and excuse me, it pretty much has two medium pulse lasers, a SRM six launcher, and a pair of heavy small lasers. Um, the SRM six does have one ton of ammunition. And it does have a little bit more armor than the baseline Stalking Spider or the Stalking Spider 2. Um, essentially, once again, making it a brawler, but making it a very, very... Uh, I want to say this is like a, um, a light mech hunter or a light vehicle hunter almost. Uh, something to hunt stuff that's way smaller than it. So, I mean, yeah, overall, I mean, all three of the... the versions of the stalking spider are pretty you know they're they're good mechs um the two is definitely i don't know i i don't know if it's really that big of a upgrade seeing as that the erppc and the heavy large laser do about the same damage but the erppc reaches out way further than a heavy large laser 
Um, I want to say the ERPPC does 15. The Heavy Large does 16. Um, but you also have a minus, or you have a plus one to your targeting mod when you're shooting. So, you know, what would normally be like a seven to hit becomes an eight to hit. And then, there, yeah, I don't think it's that, that great of a trade-off. Um, essentially, because the heavy large lasers are essentially uh, doubled up inner sphere weapons as far as damage capability and I think heat-wise as well, but they also receive a plus one to their, uh, whenever you shoot them, because they are, it's for balance reasons, but it, like, in fluff, it's, in lore, however you want to call it, it's because of the, uh, the amount of EM radiation given off by them that messes with the targeting systems. Oh, and I didn't, I don't think I've mentioned this, Talking Spider 3's BV is 1643. So it's the lowest of all three stalking spiders. So now that we've looked at the stalking spider in Battletech, let's, let's take a look at it in Alpha Strike. So the baseline stalking spider, it's a battle mech, size 2, TMM of 2, movement is 12 with 10 jump. It is a skirmisher, has short and medium of 4, long of 2 with an overheat of 1. It has five armor, four structure, and case. Um, overall, oh, and it's 39 points. Overall, that's not a bad design. Um, it, it hits decent at short and medium. It has good mobility. And, you know, you have the ability to jump away after overheating to cool back down and not get shot at while you're trying to cool, while you're trying to shed your heat. Um and of course, case actually comes in handy there because it does what it's supposed to do. So then we get into the stalking spider two. Uh, once again, battle mech size two, TMM two, has movement 12, 10 jump, skirmisher. Um, its damage values are three at short and medium, long of zero, and an overheat of one. Armor and structure are the same at five and four. This one has it's more of a toolbox um, because you have any energy so it's better than case it's a little bit more survivable than the standard version um you have probe and recon so it's good at finding things and then it has tag so it can be an artillery spotter or it's really good if i remember how the rules are now you actually get a minus one to indirect fire if somebody has tags so yeah i'll have to double check that as well though so we there's gonna be a couple double checking things and it's 37 points um, and then the Stalking Spider 3. So this one is Battle Mech Size 2, TMM2, movement of 10 with 16 jump. It's a striker. Uh, battle or Damage is 4-3-0 with no overheat. Armor is 6 with structure of 4, so it has the most armor of any of them. Uh, has case and jump strong one as its special abilities and has a point value of 36. Um, as far as a short range brawler, I don't know if I'd want the three or the two, although the three has way better chance of getting in really close to use its short range uh, uh, firepower. And I mean, overall though, yeah, all three of them are good. I, I I would lean more towards the the three out of any of them, simply because you can push the TM up as TMM up to like a four when you jump. 
So, um, and quite frankly, lately I've been looking at Alpha Strike through a competitive, excuse me, a competitive view. So TMM is like everything competitive Alpha Strike. It's kind of weird. So the last mech that we're going to cover is the Stalking Spider 2. Now, it's kind of funny because this kind of reminds me of the episode with the Regent and the Daishi and the Hoptman, how, um, you know, you have iterations of iterations at this point. So let me go ahead and pull up my notes on that. Okay, so what happens when Clan Seafox decides they want to sell things to the Inner Sphere, but they don't have access to them anymore? Uh, well, they essentially make a bootleg. Um, that's what the Stalking Spider 2 is. It is, in my opinion, it's superior to the Stalking Spider, but yeah, six of one, half dozen of the other on that. Um, so, the Stalking Spider 2 was developed by um, Clan Seafox because they could not get hold of Stalking Spiders uh, because Cloud, the Cloud Cobras and everybody else back in the homeworlds has been really silent and does not talk to anybody in the Inner Sphere anymore and vice versa. So, the way to solve that was to make their own. And, of course, Seafoxes being Seafoxes, they aren't... They don't settle with just making a copy. They're going to make a little bit of a better copy or different copy, depending on how you look at it. So that's where we get the Stalking Spider 2. Um, now, mind you, they sell this to everybody. It's like, if you want a Stalking Spider 2, you can have a Stalking Spider 2. Um, you know, it, it's just how they are. And, and you can find this thing everywhere in the Inner Sphere. Um from the Draconis Combine, Capellan Confederation, Laren Commonwealth, you know, they sell to everybody. So this thing is pretty ubiquitous throughout the Inner Sphere at this point, actually. Um, the Stalking Spider 2 is a 45-tonner. It's a clan mech, um, obviously. It has a standard internal structure at 4.5 tons, has a 225 engine, keeps the walking at five running at eight and it has a jump of five as well with 13 double heat sinks um, it does have nine and a half tons of armor so it is very well armored for its size and um it has a turret so the mech as far as the hard mounted equipment on the front of the mech it has Two heavy machine guns mounted on the left torso facing forward. Um, everything else is mounted in the turret. Well, the ammunition for the SRM is not. It's one ton. Um, it has a heavy large laser in the right in the turret and two SRM-4s in that same turret, and the turret is located in the right torso. So this thing is literally has 360-degree field of view with the turret and... Yeah, it's it's pretty good, um, mind you. It the heavy large laser, like I said, ERPBC heavy large laser. You get about the same mileage, um, except for range. But the heavy large does weigh less, if if I'm correct. Um, but it does take up more critical spots. So yeah, I mean overall, this thing is a very powerful short range monster, simply because of the the weapons payload. 
Um, oh, the, the two heavy machine guns also have a half ton of ammunition between them. Uh, so 25 shots each. Um, and it has a battle value of 1,362. I'm going to double check that though, because that's straight out of the TRO. And yep, 1,362. So let's look at this thing in Alpha Strike. Um, it's a battle mech. Size 2, target movement modifier of 2, has a movement of 10 jump. It's a skirmisher. Um, short is 4, medium is 3, long is 0, no overheat. Has armor of 5, structure of 4. Has case SRM 1-1 as specials, but it also has turret, which is 3-3-0, SRM 1-1. Um, and this one comes in at 33 points. Now, this, I think, is superior to the Stalking Spiders. And, of course, mind you, the naming conventions of the clans make this even funner because Stalking Spider 2, as in Roman numeral 2, as opposed to Stalking Spider 2, the second variant of the Stalking Spider. You know, because the clans have to have weird ways of naming things. So, I mean, I guess that's it for today's uh, Mechtober episode. Um, you get three for, three for the price of one, so to speak. Uh, why am I saying us so much? I don't know. Anyway, lots of stuff going on in my brain. I apologize. I do want to go ahead and um, I'm going to double check the rules about one, the targeting arcs for quads. Cause like I said, I want, I want to say it's based off the front of the hex base instead of the rear. Um, and I think that was what I wanted to check. Yeah. I thought there was something else that came up too. I'm sure I'll pro I've forgotten the second thing, which will be shown to me when I obviously go and, you know, look at the uh listen to the episode later which you know this is how that is uh, give me a sec okay yeah so checking it uh quad mechs have the they have a 90 degree firing arc facing forward based off of the middle of the hex um so that's actually something i might look at making a widget for uh simply so in the future if I need to figure out fire arc for a quad mech, I can just pop that in front of a hex space and boom, I have my, you know, I have my, my firing arcs. So yeah, something that everybody learns something new every day, right? Um, all right. So that's it for, for today's mech tech. If you liked the episode, if you want to help support what I'm doing here, um, go to my Patreon at patreon.com slash unicorn company. Uh, I have tiers running all the way from five to like $20, I want to say. Um, obviously, the higher tiers, you actually get miniatures from Mift Kitty Minis, who is also our sponsor. And if you do want to support the podcast and get miniatures, um, and not have a monthly thing for Patreon, go, uh, I would recommend going over to Miffed Kitty Minis and, um, taking a look at what's there and, you know, you might find something you like and, uh, it would help support the podcast. And, um, yeah, so that is it for today. I hope you all have a great day, great evening, great, whatever it is, where you are. This is Carrie Unicorn Actual signing off.